0: Greetings. The idea of a visual impact of technology or any construction can be viewed in both a subjective and objective way. And both a subjective view and objective view can be scientific. And science can be based on both natural science and social science. So what that means is that, for example, with the visual impact of solar, there are ways to look at whether the reflectivity of a material can cause something called flash blindness, right? And So there's, in a way, an objective way of looking at that. And objectively as well, we can ensure that when we're defining the type of solar which we are considering the visual impact for, that we are aware of what the materials are and the terms mean. So that is, in a way, the objective natural science way of understanding visual impact. So you have different types of solar, you have solar photovoltaic, you have uh, concentrated solar, and you have solar thermal. And solar PV, the material is is designed to absorb sunlight. Solar thermal, the material is designed to conduct heat from the sun to convert it to electricity concentrated solar we are using the reflectivity of the material which is usually mirrors to assess how the sun the sunlight reflects and creates heat so there are the three types of solar and what has happened is in terms of considering visual impact we just consider visual impact for all three, but they do have different, uh, different impacts because of the different materials. And now the subjective element of visual impact is that depending on where you are, and what is around you, what is relevant, and also just personal preference. That defines what technology may have an impact on you, uh, what construction would have an impact on you, and certainly that that is science as well, so that's social science. And it goes beyond just like an opinion, uh, sensitivity actually is, is real, you know. And if we step back from the whole idea of doing the visual impact, the idea is, is there going to be more detrimental impact or more of a constructive impact? So we talk about impact in terms of negative and positive, you know, although most of what we do is usually somewhere in between. But the goal of assessing visual impact in terms of environmental studies is to understand if it's going to create more of a problem than a solution. And the only way to understand if it's creating a solution is the inclusion of Everyone who wants to be included in the decision. We traditionally have looked at it from everyone in the area. How do you define an area? You know, we define our areas within the study. And then the planning department defined areas as well. But then it has also evolved to this idea of a stakeholder who has a stake in it. But on an island, my perspective is that everybody has a stake in it because we're small. So looking at now the social science or the subjective element of what a visual impact is, certainly if people give their comments on, on what they think is a visual impact, it is valid and it should be considered. And I can take imagery, get drones, videos, and all of that as a third-party consultant. But individuals as well can send in pictures of, of what you consider visual impact. So in the study, you will see that there are periods of time in the morning and the evening when there is a possibility of glare or glint and you will also see the difference in what glare and glint means in the study. But each person can share what they consider their visual impact. The approach we've taken as well is that the idea of an environmental impact, again, is in a way, it begins as a as a snapshot, our scope, our view. But really, whatever is found has to be managed. It's more uh, a continuous management and monitoring of what we may put in our scope as a possible impact. Because when you think about it, when we look at just visual impact on the sun, the sun is moving, right? Um, although they are cycles of how the sun moves, the sun is moving, if you want to look at soil, the soil is changing ecosystems, the environment, it's, it's in a constant state of change, you know, and so even considering what is the impact, we have to remember that really the aim is you know, looking at whether it's more detrimental or constructive, but then also, like, no matter what the comments are, no matter what the study finds, that there's a way for, for management and monitoring, and most of all, facilitation of comments and feedback from the general public in terms of how the technology is set up, how it's continually used, and how the general public benefits from it, right? So it's, it's actually like a continuous, continuous process for us to consider the most dynamic element of any construction technology is that human beings are also (laughs) ever-changing. We are living our lives, moving around in different ways, so on. So if we look at the environmental impact as a a scope of what is happening in the ecosystem and the environment, But then there are defined elements of what we consider the technology. We also have to be open to human beings also changing and our dynamic nature. So there's our relationship between ecosystems, so the sun very basically. And there's the relationship with our physical place, Barbados. And then there's understanding what technologies are designed to do and how we consider, how we continue to manage and monitor however we choose to use technology or not use it. So really we continue to have a more adaptive and dynamic approach to how we make our decisions about land, about use of technology, and our relationship between the land and ourselves. In Barbados, it's also relevant. Not only because we are a small island physically compared to other places, but we're densely populated and so decisions that are made in one community or one parish or one household, it, it, can, it influences our environment very quickly. You know not only decisions made in different places but by different institutions and different companies so the other approach that we took in doing the environmental scoping study is to consider what already exists in Barbados when it comes to solar PV and other constructions that have materials which would create a visual impact. And we also considered Barbados's history of being of having being a leader in solar thermal and you know, having solar water heaters everywhere, having galvanized roofs, uh, and having specifically solar PV already existing in the area where this study was done. So all of those, this is what you call considering the cultural relevance of the environment and decisions we make about the environment and how we choose to manage and monitor what we do going forward so continue to receive public comments with the understanding that they inform our decisions going forward they define our vision And when I say our, I'm talking about Barbados, our. I am a Bayesian. I am, for this study, a third-party consultant. So I consider our as, as living in an island with a background in environmental science but with an approach of understanding the cultural relevance of how we define an environmental impact and weighing these decisions on what is more detrimental and what is more constructive. And it certainly depends on many factors, not only just the physical space, but there are many factors to consider. and. One of those main factors is understanding where the general public is in terms of understanding what is happening and being included in decisions and most of all, benefiting from decisions.